Amen. He arose this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Can we give our choir another hand this morning? Amen. Amen. Well, this morning, church, we're going to start off with a few um, amazing things. Uh, first and foremost, we have a, uh, some of you are going to be really excited about this because some of y'all lo really love babies, little, little ones. We're going to have a baby dedication this morning, a baptism this morning, amen. And um, so very excited. Um, I'd like to bring up our brother and sister this morning. Uh, with their two beautiful little ones. Uh, where are they at this morning? Oh, come on up, come on up. And your family, if they'd like to come with you, whoever would like to come along, amen. Can I see the certificates of the... I need those certificates, please. Thank you. Hallelujah. Can we give this wonderful family a hand this morning? Amen. Amen. So if you guys could just stand right here. Just right here and face the, face the audience this morning. Hallelujah. So it says here in Matthew 19, the people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for him, to pray for them. But the disciples rebuked him, them, and Jesus said, let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Can somebody say amen? And so in presenting this child for dedication, or I should say these children, don't they look nice? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So parents, mom and dad, family, um, do you guys signify not only your faith in Christ, but also your desire that your children, grandchildren, will know and follow the will of God and live and die? As believers and come into the everlasting blessedness. If so, say we do. Okay. Um, so as the pastor now, I want to I ask the congregation. Will you commit yourself as the body of Christ to support and encourage these parents. As they endeavor to fulfill the responsibilities to these children. And assist by maturing him and her. Their growth towards spiritual maturity. If so, say we will. we will. Now, folks, I know you're new to the church, but you have a, a body here of Christ who love you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So we want to dedicate Alonzo and um, Marilyn. Marilyn's having a tough morning this morning. It's okay, but we're going we're gonna to dedicate them. Amen. Can we, can we all stand this morning? to our feet, and we're going to stretch out our hands. Amen. Dad, if I could have you come here with your wife, amen, this morning. Amen. It's okay, it's okay. Amen. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we dedicate these two precious children to you this morning. Father, this young man who's standing here and this young little girl, Lord, who's here this morning and their parents, Lord, we pray, God, that you would, yes, you could do that. God, we just thank you, Lord, for this beautiful family and their, and their parents and the, these children. Lord, you have a plan for their life. Maybe someday she's going to be baptizing kids and... And we thank you for that, Lord. Today, for some, might seem like it's just, a, just another day of uh, dedication. But today, Lord, is a very special day for this family. 
Because today, this father and mother want to dedicate their children to you. And so I pray the blood of Christ over this young little woman, this young man, and also the family in Jesus' name. The blood of Christ over this precious family. God, we thank you. I pray your blessing over them. God, I pray you protect them, not only physically, but spiritually. And that you give the parents, especially in the days that we live in, to raise their children, not from what the world says, but what your word says. We thank you, Lord. Blessing over this family. We dedicate these children to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You could could actually hold this, my brother, and you could take that with her if you'd like, okay? All right. Amen. Let's give him a hand. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. What a beautiful thing. Amen. You may be seated this morning. There's nothing more special than seeing parents that want to dedicate their children to God. Amen. This morning we have, um, we have some new members. So if I can get those from, uh, I believe it's, there we go. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Appreciate that. Uh, we have here, so when I call your name, you're going to come and you're going to stand here on the, uh, one of the, the tapes and just face my direction. I believe this is in order here. All right. We want to welcome Ansa to the, to the front here. Amen. Kevin Pullman, Nicole Pullman. Isaiah, Noel, Mary, Tina, and Todd Taylor. Amen. Hallelujah. So today we affirm that there is one God. I was hoping to get at least one amen. amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all scriptures in the Holy, in the Holy Bible contain all truth necessary to faith in the believer's living. All humans are born with a fallen nature, and the only way for our sins to be forgiven and to make heaven is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you... Acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's amazing, because it says here that you respond a little later, but you already said it, so amen. We're, we're good. We're, we're, we're. And do you believe that he saves you even now? If so, respond, I do. So desiring to unite with the church, do you commit to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? And your neighbor as yourself by the covenants of the Christian uh, character and conduct? Will you endeavor in every way to glorify God by humble walk, godly conversation, holy service, and devoting and giving of your resources? And by faithfully participating in the means of grace, will you follow Jesus Christ all the days of your life? If so, say we will. May God bless you and keep you and enable you to be faithful that your life may be a witness and may be effective in leading others to Christ. And so today, 
it is an honor and a privilege to be your pastor, to walk alongside you. And I remember the first time I met you and the first time you came in. I remember the first Sunday Ansa came to church. She's quiet out here, but my gosh, she can sing up here. I remember the first time the Pullmans came and met their beautiful family and, and Mary and her son. One service, I was hungry after church, and I just remember Mary came and brought this amazing meal, homemade from her culture from India, with all the curry and goodness in there. It was just amazing, and when I met Todd for the first time, and your heart and your spirit and your love for people, and Isaiah, who just, he's like a solid rock, who's unmovable, and Tina, who's always smiling, even on a bad day. We welcome you to Home Church of the Nazarene. Amen. I want to do something a little different this morning. I, I want to ask, um, I'd like to ask, uh, where's uh, Jeannie? If you could come up and say a prayer for our um, brothers and sisters here this morning, and uh, then I'll have you guys turn around and welcome you this morning. Oh, Father God Almighty, thank you so much for each and every one of these lives. Father, thank you for the story of you in each and every one of their lives. Father, we thank you so much for them, and we welcome them into our family. May you move in their lives and in ours. In the strong name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So just in a moment, I'll have you guys turn around, and then we're going to go into our meet and greet. And so a church, I would encourage you, if you want, don't trample them, but just come <laughs> and welcome them. And I just want to say, too, if you're new to home church, um, you don't have to be a member to be a member, but we here at Home Church want to take that next step. It's kind of like a marriage, if you know what I'm talking about. And you, 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 you're together, you're in a relationship, but then you want to you make that commitment and say, this is, this is my church, and this is what these have done today. And so again, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you. Discipleship, dedication, loving people to Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. And so as you get your certificates... And I want to make sure, too, uh, Jeannie, we also give, there were two uh, for the two little ones that I, f oh. that I forgot to, okay? All right. All right, you may turn around. Can we greet our new family this morning? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let's take three minutes of meet and greet this morning. Stand to your feet, and let's welcome them this morning. Amen. Thank you.
All right, if we could have everybody take your seats, and if we could have all of our children come up front. We're going to have the children come up front as Miss Melody gives a lesson. So as you take your seat, please give Miss Melody a round of applause as we welcome our children up for Children's Church. everyone this is home kids news where good news always comes first we interrupt your regularly scheduled program for a breaking report our correspondent melody anderson is on the ground in the land of israel with a breaking story we go now to melody anderson in the holy land melody good morning h-o-m-e home network has an exclusive interview with the two Marys, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Mary Magdalene. Good morning. Shalom. Oh, I've heard that you've been up since before the sun rose this morning. Can you tell us why? Yes, our Lord Jesus was crucified three days ago. My son Jesus was hung on the cross and he died. It happened on the Sabbath, just before the Sabbath on Friday. The Jewish Sabbath begins uh, from Friday night to Saturday night, so we were unable to go to work or to uh, shop. Our friends Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus took Jesus' body down from the cross. They took it to the new garden tomb that belonged to Joseph. It is a small cave carved in a rock. They prepared my son's body for burial, and according to our custom, they used 75 pounds of spice, like myrrh and uh, aloe, and they wrapped Jesus' body in strips of cloth and laid him in the tomb. Then a huge stone was rolled over the opening of the tomb. We didn't have enough time to perfume Jesus' body because he had to be buried so quickly. Well, is that what you were carrying now? Yes, now that the Sabbath has ended, we brought perfumes and spices. It is our way of showing our love and devotion. As we left early this morning, we forgot about the stone in the opening of the tomb. We wondered, who will roll it away for us? Well, what happened? When we got to the tomb, we saw the stone had already been rolled away. We saw a young man dressed in a bright white robe. He said, are you looking for Jesus, the one who was nailed on the cross? We said, yes. He said, do not be alarmed. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Were you afraid? Yes, but the man told us not to be afraid. Actually, we were both afraid and joyful at the same time. He told us to go quickly and tell his disciples the good news. He is risen. Come on, Mary, let's go and tell them. 
Wow. You heard it. The greatest news. Jesus is risen. That is why Christians celebrate Easter. Will everyone join me in singing that song, Alive, Alive, Alive Forevermore? Ready? Alive, alive forevermore. Jesus is alive. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive forevermore. Sing hallelujah. Sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive. My Jesus is alive. Great. Now, before I sign off, let's share the traditional Easter greeting. I will say, He is risen. And you say, Oh, you're ready. Let's try it two times. Ready? He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I, <laughs> Amen. I am Melody Anderson reporting live from the Holy Land for HOME Home Network, wishing you a blessed Happy Easter. Children, stand up and come and take an Easter card and then return to your seat. Just take one. Give Miss Melody one more round of applause. <laughs> Teaching kids is tough, and starting your own new TV network is tougher. <laughs> so, her work does not go unappreciated. Happy Easter, everybody. Welcome to Home Church. We are so excited to have you here to celebrate the rising of Christ with us. Before we get started, though, we do have some announcements. Home Cafe has a new featured drink for spring and summer. It's Pastor's Passion Iced Tea. Yeah, you guys sound excited. Go get one. All proceeds for these teas are going to sending our teens to NYC, uh, the Nazarene Youth Conference. So please buy one today and uh, help us uh, send our teens over there. Liberty Quartet is coming to home church April 28th at 7 p.m. If you would like more information on that, you can contact the church office. And we have a bunch of events coming up, so make sure that you are marking your calendars and saving these dates. Uh, we have the mother-daughter brunch, May 13th at the Red Hawk Golf Course. We've got Vacation Bible School running from June 21st to June 23rd. Home Away From Home Retreat over at Zephyr Point in Lake Tahoe is June 16th to 19th. And the Independence Day Barbecue at Les Hicks Junior Park is July 2nd. 
We're going to keep announcements short and sweet because we have an awesome uh, service for you today. Once again, Jesus is risen. We are so excited. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to go through our time of offering through tithes and offerings and our prayer. And as we enter into that time of offering, I wanted to read a scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. This is Paul writing to the Corinthians. Verse 10, he says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. For those of you who are giving faithfully, we thank you so much. We have three ways you can give tithes and offerings here. You can do it in person. There's a box at the back of the sanctuary. You can do it online through our website, or you could do it by mail. And like the scripture says, we are taking this money to not only work with the saints or the, the church members, but it is overflowing out of us to provide the thanksgiving of God through all of our efforts, both uh, locally and abroad. If I could have everybody bow their heads with me as we go through a time of prayer. Father, we are so thankful that we have the ability to have the spirit of generosity upon us. We are so thankful that you sent us your son when we didn't deserve it. That he bore our sins on a cross, and then giving us an eternal hope rose from the grave. We thank you for the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that you have given us, and we ask that you would use us and use our generosity and our time, and that you would multiply your kingdom through us. We thank you for the message that Pastor Carlos is going to give, and we thank you for just the ability to meet and greet with one another. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. This morning, this uh, song this morning, I want to dedicate to a sister of ours, uh, Jan Moyer, who has never stepped foot into this church. She's actually never walked through those doors, but has been, been watching us online on the uh, YouTube channel. And she faithfully ties and gives of offering and uh, comments and writes us letters and we write her back. And she told us in the process of getting to know her that she has cancer and that she's, you know, she's dying. And so we continue writing her and she's writing us. And I just found out, uh, I believe it was yesterday or Friday that she went to go be with Jesus. And so this morning, um, while we're worshiping here, she's going to be worshiping with us up there. And I really believe that. I believe that because, um, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, Pastor Carlos, the sermon was great. She would actually tell me what she got out of it or what she liked. Out of it. And she, like, she felt like she knew us. And we'll talk about like she felt like she knew the church, even though she's never been here. And she said it felt like home to her. So if she can be in a, an assisted living where she's dying and feel like home. My prayer and my hope is that you hear also 
fill your home. Welcome home. Let's stand to our feet this morning as the work. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Gloria. I say glory, glory, hallelujah, Jesus. You ready? All right, let's do this. All right, one, two, three, four. Glory, 
Someday I'm gonna fly away. Just like our sister Jan Moore. I'm going free. Here at Home Church, we uh, we believe in we believe in having a church that has all kind of colors, like a bag of Skittles. Uh, we're not just black or white or brown or purple or yellow. We got. We're like a bag of Skittles up in this place. Because the Bible says that in, in Revelations that when we get to heaven, there's going to be all kinds of people from all countries from the world worshiping Jesus, saying salvation belongs to our God. And so this morning, our sister Ansa is going to be singing in her native tongue in Madagascar. Madagascar.
morning. Hallelujah. Amen. As our, as our brother and sister pray this morning. Cuán grande es Dios, cuán grande es Dios, Dios vivo que tenemos, gracias Espíritu Santo que estás con nosotros, recordamos hoy y celebramos que esa cruz, esa cruz Señor nos hizo libres, nos dio vida Señor, venciste la muerte, gracias Dios nuestro, desde esta casa, desde este templo, desde este hogar, te damos gracias y esperamos un mensaje reconfortante y refrescante para nuestra alma, nuestro corazón, de parte de tu siervo, Pastor Carlos, Señor. De aquí todos vamos a salir cambiados porque la palabra de Dios está aquí. El Dios vivo está con nosotros. Oramos en el nombre de, hijo, de tu Hijo Jesús. Amén. Yes, Lord, you are great. Help us to remember that you, God our Father, sent your only son that he might be crucified and then he died, but then you rose him from the grave. Yes, and we celebrate that resurrection today. May those who don't realize that, may those who don't know that yet understand today through pastor's message that they too can be assured to go to heaven. We thank you, Lord, for Pastor Carlos, and we ask you to use him in a powerful way. Go before him, go with him, go beside him, and help him as he delivers the message to us. And Lord, may we rejoice in God our Savior, the risen Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Someone give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. How I put this sermon into your hands, Lord. So speak to every heart, speak to every life, whether they're here in person or watching online this morning. I pray you take a, you take a child, Lord, and speak to them. You take a teenager, you take an adult, a grandma, a grandfather, an aunt or uncle, Lord. I pray that your message this morning be for those who are heavy burdened. I pray this morning they may find rest and peace and joy uplift those who are hurting this morning mend hearts that are broken but most importantly lord i pray that salvation be brought into their heart 
that they may come to know you this morning, that the backslider can come back home. But not, I'm talking not home church, I'm talking into your arms. That they may come to know you once again, for you have never left them. And so while the blood is still warm in our veins, I pray this morning, you speak to hearts. We cast out every assault from hell and every lie from Satan that wants to come against what you want to do this morning. Your word said you have resurrected and you have resurrected and you have done it also in us this morning. But I pray this morning, if there was someone out here that is dead in spirit, they would also be resurrected to life. So I second what Pastor Pepe and Pastor Barb said. Bless your word. In Jesus' precious name, we pray, we thank you. Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Can we give our worship team a hand? Amen. Thank you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Will Household Church doing this morning? Amen. Happy Easter, everyone. Um, Do I happen to have a little uh, car? I think I got one right here. If you're new to this place and you want to know more about us, um, maybe there's something you need. There's something we could do for you. We have these comment cards here. You could uh, put your name, address, phone number, and maybe there's something you're interested in. Or again, if we can can serve you, let us know um, because we got people here in this church that is their gift. They love to serve. Can someone say amen? amen? So we're here for you this morning. I want to preach out of Mark chapter 16. If you want to turn there with me, who brought their Bibles this morning? Who brought their Bibles this morning? Okay, all right. Amen, amen. Uh, before I go into the scripture, I heard a story about a, a pastor who, who had a church of about 50 people. And um, He saw a brother in the uh, foyer, and he said, hey, it's good to see you. And he said, you know, it seems like I only see you on Easter and Christmas Eve. And he said, uh, you know, but but it's good to see you. And uh, is there anything anything I can do or anything we can do? I I want you to join the army of the Lord. And the brother standing there said, Pastor, I, I am in the army of the Lord. He goes, but I understand I only see you twice a year. He leaned over to the pastor, and he said, Pastor, I'm in the secret service. I mean, you know, we thank God for the secret service. Amen. We thank God for the army of God. We thank God for you this morning. Mark 16, it says right here, verse 1. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices and they, that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said to among themselves, who will roll the stone away from the door of the tomb for us? But when the women looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away. For it was very, what's that word? I mean, no, no matter how large the thing is in your life, how heavy it is, it can be removed. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. They were afraid, like our sister said. They were afraid. But he said to them, do not be afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is? He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. One thing I've noticed about God, when he's ready to make a special announcement, 
and he's preparing to do something amazing. I don't know if you've noticed this, but he'll, he'll send angels. Amen? He, sent, he sends angels. And um, the husbands can say amen to that. If he brought a wife into your life, he sent an angel. I only heard one amen from one guy. What's going on here? <laughs> I thought I was going to get more amen from the men right there, but I, I'll give you a second chance. He sent an angel into your life. Amen. Thank you, brothers. All right. Please put on my nose. I'm going to have to preach on marriage next week. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> he sends angels. Um, he sent an angel to Sodom and Gomorrah uh, to Lot. He went to Lot, and, and he sent angels there, and, he, and they said, Lot, uh, you have homesteaded in a place that's about to go up in smoke. You better get up out of here. He sent angels to uh, uh, Ze uh, Zechariah and, and Elizabeth and uh, said, um, you, you're going to have a baby, and his name is John the Baptist. He sent angels. To announce the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, he sent the home church choir. Amen. He sent a choir of them. Jesus is born. He lives a sinless life. He helps people. He heals people. Loves people. Next thing you know, according to all the four Gospels, Jesus was brought to the place of a skull and crucified with two thieves. And I, and I have a picture here, I believe, on, on the slide. He's crucified with two thieves, and above him it said, with the charge of claiming to be king of the Jews. One man is there on the cross dying in sin. One man is on the cross, he's dying to sin. And there's one in the middle, he's dying for sin. Amen. The next day, which was Saturday, there's no words. Their hearts are broken because they believed he would redeem they believed he would save them. But not only is he dead, their hopes and dreams are dead. The one who once raised the dead, the one who once went and saw a sick kid and he was dead, he's lying there, and Jesus laid hands on him and he raised him from the dead. Lazarus, and he said, come out, Lazarus. And Lazarus came up out of that grave. The one who once was raising the dead is now dead. Are you following me? Their dreams are dead. Since Friday, there has been no word. Just silence. His disciples are actually in an upper room, hiding, scared. All of his followers, his friends, those who, uh, what, just like the, what, the week before? Those who were uh, eating the, the fish and the bread, they're nowhere to be found. 
which reminds me sometimes in life, there's darkness, there's heavy burdens that weakens your soul. There's no joy, there's no peace. Friday, there was yelling, there was cursing. People were angry. Friday night, there's a bloody scene. There's blood on the streets. Can you imagine going up to the hill where Jesus was being crucified, where they hung him high and they stretched him wide for our sins, for our mistakes, and you're there, and all of a sudden you start walking back home and you see the blood trail. And you're looking, you're going, it's, it's over. I, I thought we had, I thought there was, I thought we had a, I thought, what happened? Anybody here honest enough to say, now I've been there. I've, I thought, I, I, I saw a bride, but then all of a sudden it just, it got taken from me. It's darkness. Saturday, there's no words. The women wake up and they're on their way with perfume for the burial. And when they show up, the stone was rolled away. But I don't think the stone was rolled away for Jesus to get out. While I was reading the scripture, I think the stone was rolled away for the witnesses to come in. Because every crime scene, actually in this case, every resurrection, there needs to be a witness. Can somebody say amen? Which reminds me, who has witnessed resurrection power in your life? Because when Jesus is really living in you, I'm not saying you're perfect, I'm not saying you have it all together, but I'm saying when Jesus is truly living in you, teenager, when you're at school, you can walk into a room and everyone will know something is different about you because you got God up in here. The Spirit of God, the peace of God, the love of God. When you got Christ in you, people can see something. Who has, who has witnessed, like these two ladies, resurrection power in your life? You know, you can see this kind of person from a mile away. It doesn't take much to shake their confidence. They, they smile even when their heart is broken. And, I, and as I look across this room, I can see people, this is your life. They, they laugh when there's issues going on in their personal life. They shake your hand with a warm smile, even though all hell is breaking loose. You can't see, you don't know, but they know that they have this peace that the angel is talking to them about right here. And he says right here, he says that entering the tomb, they saw... A young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right and said, don't be alarmed. But, but, but he said to them, uh, and they, said, they were alarmed, but he said to them, do not be alarmed, which is afraid. Some translations say afraid. So number one, my first point is peace. Somebody say peace. 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 He says, there's peace now. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of COVID-19. Doesn't mean you're not careful. You don't have to be afraid of the school shootings. It doesn't mean we're not careful. You don't have to be afraid because our God is risen. Amen. And he's here and he wants to remind you there's peace. Don't be afraid. Someone say peace. peace. 
peace. As long as we have Jesus, there is peace. But this messenger has another word for us. He says right here, you seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. Don't be afraid. That's peace. He has risen. That's what? Power. My second point, power. Somebody say power. Power. We would be wasting our time this morning if all there was to life was Good Friday. I would be wasting your time right now. You'd be wasting your gas, everything. We'd be wasting our time if all there was to life was Good Friday. If my Jesus was still on the cross, we'd be wasting our time. No matter how dark your Friday is or how quiet your Saturday is in life, if you can just hold on to God's promises, Sunday is coming. Sunday's coming. I want to I give a word just real quick to, to the single mother. Maybe you're a single mother, you're a single father. Trying to raise a kid, kids right now in these times with being by yourself. I want to tell you, if you can just hold on, Sunday is coming. Amen. My Lord and Savior, he's not on the cross, he is risen. That's called power. You remember when he stood before Pilate? And Pilate asked him, what is truth? He asked Jesus, what is truth? And Pilate said, I have the power to take your life. And throughout the whole trial, Jesus, Jesus is quiet. Jesus is in chains and he's bound. And Jesus is quiet the whole time, not saying anything. And finally, Pilate, he says, do you know I, I have the power to take your life. And that's when Jesus spoke up and Jesus says, you know, you don't have the power to take my life. I lay it down. Amen. You don't have the power. No man takes my life. I lay it down. I have the power. And if he has the power to lay it down and to raise it up, that means he has the power to take a good man, a bad man, sorry, and turn him into a good man. Our God has the power to take a drug addict and turn him into a preacher. Our God has the power to take someone who's addicted, an alcoholic, and turn them into a deacon. Our God has the power to take a teenager who's addicted to pornography and turn them into a young man that will respect women. Amen. Only God has the power to do that. But see, when you serve a dead God, it's nothing but dead religion. But when you serve Jesus and he's alive in you, you got power Amen. to be able to make righteous and holy stands for God. Our God can take someone who's always complaining to someone who's always thanking. Our God can turn a problem into a praise. He's not here, the angel said. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. One translation says, he's not here. Come see where he was, which is my third point. It's my third letter right here, the third, the third P, which is potential. And you'll see what I mean by that in just a moment. 
potential. Potential for me, potential for you, because the last time they saw you, that's where you were. The last time they saw you, you were lost. The last time they saw you, you were on the streets. The last time they saw you, you had all the money in the world, but you couldn't find true happiness. The last time they saw you, you were broken inside. The last time they saw you, you were going through a divorce. The last time they saw you, you were in a valley. But now that's where you were. Come see where they laid him. Come see now. That's potential. Come see where he once was. Come see where Jesus once lay. Come see where you were. Who can remember what Christ saved you from? Verse 7 says, But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. Go tell my disciples and who? Go tell my disciples and? Why Peter? That caught my attention. Go tell my disciples and Peter. I believe it's because Peter is the one who said, Lord, I will go with you to the ends of the earth. I will be with you forever. And Jesus said, no, Peter, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And when they came to arrest Jesus, what did Peter do? He took out a sword, and he cut off the ear of one of the soldiers. You remember that? And Jesus, Jesus picks up the ear, and he says, he says, Peter, if you live by the sword, you will die by the sword. And he takes the ear, and he places it on the side of the soldier's face, and they take Jesus away. And later on that night, Peter is warming his hands by the fire. And someone says, hey, aren't you, aren't you one of them? And Peter says, I don't know what you're talking about. This goes to the kids in school. When someone says, hey, do you go to church? Are you a Christian? Don't be ashamed of who God is. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. Say, yes, I am a Christian. You want to come to church with me? He, they said, hey, aren't you? And Peter said, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And then somebody else said, hey, hey, I, you, you dress like them. You look, you talk like them. You, aren't, weren't you with Jesus? Jesus says, I, Peter said, I don't, know what, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you can see it. And somebody else said, hey, I, I saw you with them last week. And Peter says, I don't know the, I don't know the man. Peter started swearing and cussing. I don't know him. And then all of a sudden, the rooster crows. And Peter, in this moment, he remembers now. He remembers what Jesus said. He remembers how he gave Jesus a promise. And he said, I will be with you. I will, I will never leave you, God. I will never leave you. They will, but I won't. And all of a sudden, now, he remembers. And you've got to imagine how, how guilty he felt. How sad he felt. How broken he felt. In this moment. But you see, Peter doesn't need to worry because Jesus has risen and all can be forgiven. Peace he brings us.
because the power he has to give us the potential we can have through Christ. He says, go tell my disciples and Peter. And Peter. I'm so glad Jesus said and Peter because if he would have just said my disciples, I might not be here this morning. He said, go tell my disciples and Peter. Go tell my disciples and Reuben. Go tell my disciples and Matt. Go tell my disciples and Mark Twyfer. Go tell my disciples and Cherie. Go tell my disciples and Tom Jones. Go tell my disciples and Mike McDaniel. Can someone give God praise? Go tell my disciples and my wife and Jen and Jeannie and Pastor Park. Go tell my disciples and Peter. And Peter. That's a beautiful thing. And Peter. This goes out to all the people who have problems in their past, who have issues that they're still working on. And my hope is that not only you can see that God still loves you, that he can take you from a broken place, a hurting place. Maybe you once came to church and you, you say, Pastor, I left, and I'm, I'm, but I don't feel worthy enough to come back. Let me tell you, God is here to tell you, go tell my disciples and Peter that I have risen from the grave and I'm here to be alive in you. Go tell my disciples and Peter. Our God, as I close, is not like any other God. I'm going to say that one more time. Our God is not like any other God. The gods of this world have this, don't have this peace and this power that I'm talking about. Because Muhammad was born, he died, was buried, period. Buddha was born, he died, period. Confucius was born, died, buried, period. Hare Krishna was born, he, he died, he was buried. Jesus was born, died, was buried, comma, rose from the grave, comma, ascended into heaven, comma, sitting at the right hand of the Father, comma, coming back for you and me, exclamation point. The angel says, you don't have to be afraid. You can have peace. He is risen. That's power. He's not here anymore. That's potential. Go tell my disciples and Peter. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. I want to I end with this as I wrap up the sermon. When he gave us his best, we gave him our worst. It breaks my heart that we hung him on a cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then three days later, he comes back and you think Jesus would in this moment be upset and say, man, I can't believe you doubted me. I can't believe you, you messed up. I can't believe you made mistakes. I can't believe you, did, you just did that. No, he came back and he said, go tell my disciples and Peter. 
and he still loved them. He still cared for them. There's a God in heaven this morning. He loves you. He wants you. He wants to forgive you of your sins. You're here in this place and you say, Pastor Carlos, I'm not right with God. Jesus is not living in my heart. I'm a backslider. I used to come to church. I used to know God. And I've fallen away. I'm here to tell you, he's saying this morning, go tell my disciples and Peter that I am risen. You're here this morning, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to ask him into your heart. You want to ask him into your life. I'm, I'm going to tell you this morning, if it wasn't for God, I would not be here standing before you this morning. God has shown me mercy and grace. There's been ups, there's been downs, and I'm here to tell you this morning, our God in heaven is a loving God, and he's here to forgive. He's here to show you grace and mercy. No one's looking around, all heads bowed, all eyes closed. In a moment, we're going we're gonna to pray together. But you're here, you say, Pastor Carlos, I'm not right with God. I don't want to leave this place without receiving Jesus. We're about to receive communion in a moment. And the Bible says you don't want to receive communion if God is not living in your heart. If you're not in right standing with God, you do not want to receive communion. We don't take that lightly. You want to make sure you are right with God before you receive communion. You say, Pastor Carlos, no one's looking around. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. Where you're sitting. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I would like to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You just raise your hand right now. Amen. God sees that hand. Anybody else? God sees that hand. God sees his, God sees his hand. Honest hearts in this place. God sees those hands. Amen. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Amen. Amen. Honest hearts. God's looking for an honest heart this morning. Amen. God sees that hand. Anybody else? The God of heaven looking down right now. You say, I want to receive you. I want you to come to my heart. You just raise your hand. Amen. God sees that hand. Amen. Hallelujah. this morning, you raise your hand, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. At this time, church, I would like us all to stand right now, stand together as the body of Christ, and we're going to pray together. The Bible says that when one person comes to Jesus, all heaven rejoices. And so even if we had the service and only one person asked God in their heart, heaven is rejoicing this morning. Amen. Bow your heads with me, church, and repeat with me, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Give me a new heart. Give me a new life, the blood of Christ over me. The blood of Jesus sets me free. I am forgiven. I have hope. I have peace. I have love. And no matter what's going on in the world, I have your protection.
Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give God praise. Amen. Somebody's, somebody's grandson that they prayed for years ago just gave their life to Christ this morning. Somebody's granddaughter just got saved this morning. Somebody's parent just asked Jesus into their heart. Amen? Amen. Let's be seated this morning as we receive communion and we go into baptisms this morning. And dedicating our lives to Christ. If you do not have a cup, please raise your hand. We have some, we have, uh, some uh, ushers in the back who are, uh, have, please keep your hands up. Thank you. Keep your hands up if you'd like uh, to receive a, a communion this morning. Amen. sure everyone has an opportunity to receive communion this morning. Hallelujah. Brother Ruben, we got a we got a couple right here as well that has their hand raised when you when you have a moment. that verse one more time it says right here but when they looked up they saw that the stone had been rolled away for it was very large and entering the tomb they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed but he said to them do not be alarmed you seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified he is risen he is not here see the place where they laid him but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. I want you in this moment right now to go ahead and take the, the bread. The very, the, the, the top right here, the bread. And we're going to bless the bread. Jesus, at the Last Supper, told his disciples to remember 
And so this morning, we're with Jesus right now, and he's with us, and we're in communion with one another, and we're going to remember in this moment what he did, how he gave his body as a living sacrifice for us. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for giving your body. The body that was broken, was bruised for our iniquity, for our sin. We thank you for the body that they say could, you couldn't even recognize. We will not forget, Lord, what you did for us. Amen. Go ahead and receive the body this morning. Now we're going to partake of the, uh, the cup. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the blood that washes us white as snow. We thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, and as it spilt down the cross, our sins washing away. Lord, we won't forget. You say, remember this. Remember me. Lord, we remember and we thank you for your blood. Bless this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He is risen. He is risen Amen. If you're going to get baptized in this moment right now, I'd like you to go ahead and get up and make your way towards the back. Our sister is going to lead us in a song this morning. So stand with us. Worship with us. Who's ready for baptism? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let's sing This is Amazing Grace. This is amazing grace This is unfailing love That you would take my place That you would bear my cross You laid down your life That I would be set free Oh 
baptized by his cousin John the Baptist in the River Jordan or Jordan River. John the Baptist was in the water baptizing other people and then he saw Jesus. John's like what you want me to baptize you you should be baptizing me. John asked why he needed to he didn't have any sin. Jesus says, I must be an example to all who is righteous. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. So then he baptized him. He got baptized by immersion by going all the way underwater. Heavenly Father was happy about it because he knew that it was going to help other people to be on the right path to go up to heaven. And then Heavenly Father speaks from the sky and says, Behold, this is my beloved Son, and which who am I pleased? Jesus got baptized and he was being obedient to his dad. He said it was because it was a commandment. He did it because he wanted to be an example, so everybody else knew that that's what they needed to do. Even though he's perfect and it didn't need to be baptized, he wanted to be an example so that other people could be baptized and know that that was the right thing to do. I think we get baptized because we, it washes all our sins away. It cleans your body spiritually so we can live with God again. Becoming a full member of the church. And um, we make a covenant to Heavenly Father and Jesus that we will keep his commandments. I'm reading the scriptures a lot and following Jesus, praying every day. I'm swimming around in my pool to practice getting baptized. At first, I was kind of nervous. And afterwards, I just felt so happy. And it was good for me to get baptized because I'm the oldest and it set an example for my brothers. I'm gonna be baptized and I'm gonna be blessed with the Holy Spirit. All the sins that you had are washed away and you are clean so you can get the gift of the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost to help you and to look after you when you need him. It allows you to feel the Holy Ghost and it tells you that what's right and what's wrong, like what to do and what not, and he, he will be your friend no matter what. Baptism is a symbol of what Jesus did for us in his death, burial, and resurrection. Being lowered in the water represents our old life dying. Life dying. Just as Jesus was dead and buried, our past and future sins are gone forever. We are forgiven. We are forgiven. 
When we are raised out of the water, it represents our new life in Christ. Just as Jesus was resurrected, we are a new, we are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Has come. Today, today we celebrate as people take their next step and tell the world that Jesus has brought them from death to life. To life. To life. To life. Today we celebrate the miracle of a changed life based upon their profession in Jesus Christ. In the name, in the name of, the of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we are buried with Christ and raised, and raised to walk in newness of life. Newness of life. So this is Ansa Rinaldi Rafalia Risoa. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. 1 Corinthians 15.10. I am Ansa. I'm from a modest family from one of the least developed countries in the world. I did not get off to a good start in life, especially spiritually, but I am persuaded that God has always been with me and my family. My father believed in God, but he never wanted to go to or be part of a church. As a result, we were not part of any church until when I was about 16, when my father wanted me to join the choir of a church just because he thought I was too much of an introvert. <laughs> After college, God opened doors for me to travel, but especially to work on me. I received Christ as my Savior and Lord for the first time when I was in a foreign country while I was watching a sermon online. I did not even know why I did it at the time, but I remember that after doing it, I could forgive a person that I had hated my entire life and had become less bitter and weary. Some years later, when I went back home, I discovered that my family moved to a completely different church and that my mom got re-baptized. I was terribly shocked in the beginning, but I eventually followed them and could learn more spiritually. Later, when I moved to a country where I could neither go to church nor access sermons online, I survived thanks to the little that I remembered from going to the new church. Amen. Then, when I got back home again, I went through some hardship for quite a while. I thought that 2021 was my last year on earth. I got seriously sick because of witchcraft, and I was about to give up when Jesus spared my life. I did not expect to have a normal life anymore. But a year later, I got one of the best miracles of my life and could even move here. I am not sure yet why God sent me here, but one thing I am sure of is that I got here to be baptized. This is Little Miss Arabella Garcia. 
My name is Ari. I want to be baptized so I can show people that I love God and for God to take away my sin. And I want to be an example for kids to give their lives to God. I am so glad that God gave me my family and I am seven years old. This is Katrina Bright. To those who do not know me very well, my name is Katrina. I have grown up in the church. I enjoyed going to summer and winter camps as a teen. Through the years, I have always known that God was with me. I can look back and see the steps where God was walking right next to me. After moving to Reno, it took me a while to find a church, but the Lord provided for me. During COVID, I felt the Lord calling me and my kids to a new church. I know I've always tried my best to let God lead me. I see now that I have not always done this very well. Over the last year, I have felt myself drawing closer to God, to our Lord, than ever before. I still have a lot of changes coming in my life, but I know I can't do it alone. I need my Lord and Savior's help every step of the way. 1 Peter 5.7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for us. I am happy to call Home Church of the Nazarene my new church family. I stand here before you to be baptized to start a new me. Since I didn't listen to God the last time when Pastor said who is next at the end of the last baptism, here are a few words from a song I grew up singing. Change my heart, O God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O oh God, may I be like you. You are the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me, this is what I pray. From Isaiah 64, 8 through 9. This is how I want to live my life from now on, 100% for God. It's an honor and privilege to baptize you. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We raised a new life. This is Wesley Bright. My name is Wesley, and I am 11 years old. I'm a child of God. I know that Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins, and he rose from the grave on the third day. God made me. He is my Heavenly Father. I am getting baptized today because in my heart, I want whatever God plans is for me. <laughs> I want to live for God. Amen. It's an honor, man, a privilege to baptize you. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We raised a new life, Wesley.
is Lillian Bright. My name is Lillian. I am 10 years old. I know that God made me, and he is my heavenly father. I know that God loves me because he made this earth that we live in, on, that we live on, even the cats, dogs, and fish. <laughs> That's our lily. <laughs> I know that God died for my sins. I love learning more about God's word through Bible quizzing here at church. I am getting baptized today because I want everyone at my school, even my friends that live next door, to know that God loves them. God is, God is brave, and I want to be brave like him. Lily, it's a privilege and an honor to baptize you, okay, just like I did your brother. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Todd Taylor. My testimony is so crazy there wouldn't be enough time to tell it all. But to sum it up, God has helped me overcome drug addiction and brought me out of homelessness. Amen. Also, my friend Alexander brought me to home church March 12th where God has opened my eyes through Pastor Carlos's message. What God is doing in my life can be expressed by 1 Peter 5.10. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Embrace the new life. This is John Wheeler. I want to get baptized because I love God. The water is like washing off the old me. I want to go to heaven ever since I came to this church where I have felt true love. Steve Garcia. Hi, home church. My name is Steve Garcia. I am Tina Torres's neighbor. Kara was Tina's roommate, and one day I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with Kara. We got into a motorcycle accident, and the combination of Kara's bad kidneys and the accident, Kara never came home. My neighbor Tina saw how distressed I was and invited me to home church. I quickly accepted Christ. I love and enjoy my journey so far at Home Church. I want to get involved in outreach programs and help my community. I want to follow Christ wherever he leads me, and I would like for Christ to change me and my life. Amen. 
Stephen. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Praise to new life. Well, Hope Church, they're back here right now drying off. Can we give them a hand? Easter eggs. Yeah? Okay. Just remember though, even the Easter Bunny needs Jesus. Amen? We so appreciate you. Again, if you're new, welcome to Home Church. We're going to pray right now. We're going to dismiss. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning. It's been a few crazy weeks of snow and rain which we needed, but God, on this day, we just thank you extra, Lord, for this beautiful sunshine that you gave us. God, I pray you bless us all as we leave. Keep us safe. And I just pray, Lord, if there's somebody here seeking a home, that they would find home, they would find refuge here at Home Church. Bless us as we leave. Protection, your blood over us. We thank you again for your resurrection power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be blessed, church. Thank you. Amen.